Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how you folks doing? Welcome here to the only podcast with no name. Welcome to the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined today by Mr. C Wrestling. No botch guy in the house, but you know what? We don't need botch guy to have a good time, do we, C Wrestling? I have never had a good time with Botch Guy. I deny all those allegations. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> when that guy comes around, it's never a good time, is it? He's, like, sleepy, and he's just never, uh, you know, he's the freaking Botch Guy. You're a thousand <laughs> times better. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today, C Wrestling. Uh, we are going to be breaking down the Crown Jewel 2021 card. We're going to give our predictions. And this guy over here, C Wrestling, has made some pretty damn interesting predictions, which we are going to get into as well. But I hope you guys are ready for the show. But without further ado, I'm just going to kick it right off right away. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. This is the biggest match on the card by far, and I want to hear your thoughts. So, see wrestling, take it away. The floor is yours. I'm expecting more shenanigans than we've ever had in wrestling with this match. I think it's going to be Paul Heyman doing something, and I don't know what. I'm in two minds, and the best thing is, it's not predictable. It's so good. They could swerve us and have Roman lose the belt, or they could have a swerve still and have Roman keep the belt because either man's like, you know, a viable threat to the title. So I like it. It's a really good match. Um, I, I kind of wish it was on a bigger stage, like a WrestleMania or SummerSlam just for the sheer size of the match. But I think they've just loaded up Crown Jewel and fair play to them. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like we were just talking like 30 seconds ago how it feels like this is a bigger show than WrestleMania even and it's got to be because of this match Roman Reigns Brock yeah. Lesnar and of course the mystery being behind does Paul Heyman align with Roman Reigns does Paul Heyman uh, align with Brock Lesnar or is there anything else that's gonna go on like maybe does freaking Commander Aziz get put alongside of Paul Heyman I don't know <laughs> yeah, but it's like, crazy it, it it's just one of those matches, man, that I am personally so excited for as a wrestling fan, and I can hear the excitement in your voice as well as a wrestling fan. This is just, like, the match to see right now. Now, I got a question for you, though, C Wrestling, and we got this match a few years ago, right? We had Roman yeah. Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and the entire internet wrestling community hated it. So <laughs> what's different about it this time? Roman. Roman Reigns is the coolest Roman Reigns that he's ever been. He is now the official tribal chief, and every match he's in, you must watch. Couldn't have said it better. It's the tribal chief. He is different. It's a completely different Roman Reigns than, than what, was it four years ago when they had this last match three years ago? Something like that. Just awesome stuff from Roman Reigns. And I actually asked a question over on Twitter earlier today to get a feel for what the internet wrestling community feels regarding this match. And... There was actually a pretty good response to the Twitter poll. So the question was, what would you like to see happen at WWE Crown Jewel? Does Paul Heyman betray Roman Reigns and joins Brock Lesnar? Or does Paul Heyman remain loyal to Roman Reigns? And there was 140 votes in there. 62.9% of people say Heyman sticks with Reigns. See wrestling, do you think that's shocking? No, but then... You've got to look at it and think that's what 30 plus percent thinks that he's going to turn. Yeah, like everyone's so torn on this. It's great. It's one of those stories that we haven't had in a while of a is 
is this guy going to go with one person or with the other? And it actually means something. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of CM Punk vibes with this storyline with Paul Heyman as well. I mean, it's obviously yeah. because Paul Heyman is involved in all of it, but it, it's just, it's been a while since we've had a storyline like this. And the fact that it seems to be culminating at a massive show like Saudi Arabia's crown jewel, I, I'm quite pumped for it. So Good on WWE for putting this match together. So the final thing that I want to ask now is towards the live chat. You guys, who do you think is winning? Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? But that's the first one. My pick as well is Roman Reigns. And so is yours, right, C-Wrestling? Yep, I picked Roman. Yeah. Cool. So starting it off. I don't know if you saw it. Before we move on, Heyman teased on Instagram. He said he's going to walk into Crown Jewel with the Universal Champion. And he's going to leave with the Universal Champion. I freaking love that. I love that. That is so good, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, Paul, please never stop being your amazing, wonderful self. I know you're a slime ball backstage, but we love you on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's transition here to the other big championship match. You know, we've, we've got Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, which is massive, but we also have a new WWE Champion that is starting to make waves going up against one of the bigger stars of the last couple of years in Drew McIntyre. So Big E, Drew McIntyre, WWE Championship. C-Wrestling, who do you have winning this one? Big E. Easy. Drew's off to SmackDown, and I think that this is this is probably their last chance to do this match for at least a year. So you're going to use Drew to put Big E over, establish him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I think you're on to that one. It it doesn't really make a lot of sense for Drew McIntyre to win this match it, unless they just wanted things to be like... Actually, let me backtrack there. There is a chance Drew McIntyre wins this match because there is a potential Drew McIntyre-Roman Reigns title versus title match they can have on SmackDown if they wanted to unite the titles, which I don't think they do. So very small chance Drew McIntyre does win. Big E, WWE champion, just cashed in money in the bank, right? Uh, he's winning this thing. See, definitely, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think they're going to end Big E yet. Mm -hmm. I think especially with the fact they moved the New Day to SmackDown, they've definitely got plans for Big E as a solo star, and that's what they're going with. He's a champ. Let him be the champ, at least till WrestleMania. Well, let me ask you something about that there with the New Day being moved over. Do you think that was the right call? No, not at all. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I just think Vince is scared of putting them on the same brand because the only way he knows how to book that is split them up. Mm -hmm. And no one wants that, but uh, including them. And ultimately, if you keep them on the same brand, brand that's exactly what he's going to do. So just move them and then keep the faction. Because you can still do them like uniting at pay-per-views and stuff. And you still get that cool moment as a fan. Oh, look, the New Day. And I think maybe it's the thing where it's to feel, make it feel special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe I can that's see what that. It is. Yeah, I can see that. Make the New Day feel more special as opposed to splitting them up just for the sake of splitting them up. Um, I've been on the bandwagon over the last two years, I want to say, ever since Kofi Kingston lost the WWE title, that I think the New Day should split up someday. What's your thoughts on New Day splitting up? Um, one day, if, if they've got the right story, the right moment, yeah, do it. But was it Big E? Big E did an interview a while ago, and he actually said that um, if they was to split New Day up, what's next? You're going to do six months of a feud, 
And then what do you do after that? They've all got to go and do something. There's not enough for them to do individually. Yeah. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like fear. That sounds like fear of yeah. falling down the card. Um, the best superstars in the history of the business are willing to bet on themselves. And I think Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Big E could very well be the next generation of, like, the shield, if you will. Like, the next three-man group to break out and become megastars. A Kofi Kingston is literally like the Ricky Dragon steamboat of our generation. Xavier Woods is a ball of charisma. And Big E, we're seeing it right now, is working as the champion. So why not bet on themselves one day? I would like to see them split one day if they can tell the story right. But that's yep. a tangent for another time. Uh, let's talk about a match that is actually going to happen at Crown Jewel. The women's triple threat match. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Very good build, very entertaining story, and especially with the draft being thrown in here, it's not super predictable. Would you say that, C-Wrestling? I would, yeah. I, I've gone, I went in my predictions with a very safe bet, and I kind of regret it now. <laughs> well, what was that pick there, my man? So originally I chose Sasha because she's the only person that's on SmackDown in the match. But now Charlotte is still the Raw champion. Mm -hmm. I think someone from Raw is going to win the match, either Becky or Bianca. Well, I want to direct something to your attention here. And I, I think, I, I, I can't remember if I saw it during your Things You Might Have Missed video or if I heard it on Twitter. So if it was you who told me, I apologize for reiterating this information to you. But something to do with Charlotte saying to Sonya Deville that yeah. she will still be the Raw Women's Champion after Crown Jewel. And I've now that I'm saying it out loud, it was totally from your video. Uh, so do you think there's a possibility that Charlotte gets added into this match and does it become a battle for both championships? It's possible. I kind of feel like why would she... I, I wonder if she said it out of mis, uh, a mistake and mm -hmm. she was just meant to say after tonight. Um because as far as I've seen, I've seen pictures of Sasha, Natalia, et cetera, all in Saudi. I haven't seen Charlotte. Mm, okay. So I would assume she's not there. But then maybe that's what they want us to think, you know? Well, if that is the case, like if Charlotte does come out there and decides to put her title on the line as well and wants to fight for the championship, like I know the women's division is doing well towards their main titles, both on Raw and SmackDown. They're, they could do better, but they're doing well. They're creating some intriguing yeah. storylines. I don't know if uniting the titles would be good or bad for the women's division because I think of the potential matchups that you have, it's huge. You think of a potential mid-card division for the women's division, that starts to become more possible if you only have one title at the top as well. But in your honest God opinion there, C-Wrestling, do you think this would be good if they united the titles? Um, yes, but I wouldn't do it at Crown Jewel. I would wait until Survivor Series. All right. Survivor um, Series. Nice. The only reason I say that as well, a couple of weeks ago, um, when the Usos were on Raw, they said about Roman might want to add the WWE title. Mm. And on the same night, Charlotte said that she could beat and win the SmackDown Women's Championship. So both of them saying that makes you think that they're considering it at least mm -hmm. because don't forget there was a massive power play apparently between Fox and USA and they both wanted the major stars. Right. If Roman is a dual champion, if Charlotte or Becky is a dual champion, they can go on both brands. So 
that would please both networks. That's a good way to look at it. That's a, that would be an easy decision from the top to please both of your partners. Um, yeah, not a terrible idea. Uh, but just to dial it back right there as well, uh, who do you have winning that match between Becky, Bianca, and Sasha? I'm going to stick with my prediction. I know it's wrong, but I'm going to go with Sasha. You're going Sasha Banks. Well, if you know it's wrong, then we're both wrong because I actually have Sasha Banks picked as well. <laughs> <laughs> I went the same logic that you did. She's going to be on SmackDown and... You know, I, I don't want to do anything too bold, but that just seems like a logical pick. And uh, we'll see if it ends up happening. But I, I think you're also right that we're probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. We might see a murder. So Goldberg wants to kill the big bad Bob. Uh, it's not legal. Thank you, Bobby Lashley, for actually addressing it on Monday Night Raw. That it is not legal as well. Like, you can't just go around killing people. But Goldberg doesn't care. I feel like a quick call to the authorities would solve this, but, you know, maybe not let him on the plane over to Saudi Arabia. Just my thoughts. <laughs> but, my man, this match is going down. Goldberg, Bobby Lashley, who do you think's winning? Goldberg, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I don't want it. I really don't want him to. I want Lashley to obliterate him. That would be the best booking they could give. Um but I feel, I think I remember reading Goldberg's got two matches left. So if this is his second to last, and he's got one more match, then that last match has to be about, has to be against someone that's going to win. And you've got to make him feel special before that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's got to be Goldberg. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. You know my thoughts on Goldberg. Oldberg, like this guy, I do not like him. But... He's winning in Saudi Arabia. They've 100% shelled out so much money to have Goldberg be there. The Saudi prince is probably in love with Goldberg and just wants to see him win. So that's the reason for this match. The nice part is there's no title on the line, so it's not like Goldberg's going to be the man yeah. who defeats Bobby Lashley and ends his WWE championship reign. So I'm happy that that's not the case. But uh, this, anytime Goldberg wrestles these days, I'm just like crossing my fingers that he doesn't concuss somebody in the ring. It's just tough to watch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Gold true. It's so true. Goldberg, Bobby Lashley going down. Uh, people in the live chat, who do you think is winning? Goldberg or Bobby Lashley? All right. Edge, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell match. Finally, a Hell in a Cell match that feels like it should be Hell in a Cell. The entire feud has built right here to this moment. I'm pumped. Man, who do you think's winning this one? Seth. I'm going to go with Seth. Whoa. I think I said on my predictions, this was a seriously hard match to predict because it could be either of them. Um, but I feel like Seth made Seth versus Big E kind of makes sense. Um, you want someone, you want a heel to go against Big E, don't you? So yeah, that's true. Perfect. You've got to build him up there for you. Can't. And, and they've already advertised Seth for Raw on Monday, they haven't advertised Edge. That's so true. is Edge going to be off selling the injury? Mm, so, like, that would be really cool of Edge, to be honest. Comes back, has that match on SmackDown. You know it's oh, all about ow, it. ow, I got a donation and it's so loud in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Vlogs, thank you, my man, for the seven bomb and destroying my eardrum. <laughs> <laughs>
It was, you know, it's all about the E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L. Rolling on the floor, laughing, 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 rolling on the floor, laughing. Well then, uh, just a bunch of rolling on the floors laughing. Thank you for sending that. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh no! Now, now, now oh, you no. started. I, I, I'm, I'm hitting pause. Oh, I bet you the pause <laughs> button's not going to work on my end. It's probably broken. Yeah, there, it's broken. Good lord. Okay, well, it's going to go well. <laughs> um, I don't think I also said my prediction. Yeah, Goldberg is winning that match. So yeah, back to Seth Rollins' edge. That's a bold pick. Seth Rollins winning that match. Definitely a bold pick. Certainly a difficult one to choose between Edge and Seth Rollins. And it would be really cool of Edge to come back after doing the job to Seth Rollins on SmackDown, going off, being injured, and then coming back and then doing the exact same thing again. Really putting over Seth Rollins. Really putting over the fact that he's not Edge light. Putting over the fact that, you know, Edge's neck injury is a serious thing. Like, anytime he gets hit with something on the head, it's possibly the end of his career. I want him to sell that injury if he does end up losing this match. But, I'm going the opposite direction. I think Edge is going to win this thing. He is being paid big-time money at the end of a feud. I think Seth Rollins could use the rub, but at the same time, Edge could use the rub as well if they want to try to... Try to spotlight him on this last little bit of his career. So my pick is Edge in this matchup. Um, I don't know how he's going to win if he does, but that's my pick. Do you think that's a bold one? Um, I would say no. I think I think Edge is a megastar. So, yeah, to see why you picked him. All right. Well, at least I got the C-Wrestling stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a match that I'm kind of looking forward to. We've seen it before, but it's spaced out, so I don't really hate that we've seen it before and that we're getting it again. RK-Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, Omos has been really impressive. AJ Styles is his phenomenal self. Randy Orton is really, really freaking good. And Riddle is shining like a star. My man, how do you think this one's going to go? I I really don't think we're going to get new champs. I think RK-Bro is going to win. I, I really want Randy versus Riddle at WrestleMania. I think they've told a good story of friendship, but Randy doesn't really like him that much. And I think if you're going to really... Like, the merch sales have been good. Everything about the tag team has been good. If you're going to break them up, doing it on the road to Mania, the biggest stage, makes perfect sense. You can't do it yet. And I don't see them being a team without the titles. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, in terms of ending their potential relationship, I think it ends at the Rumble. I think it ends with Randy Orton tossing Riddle out of the Rumble, and that yes. would really start the slow burn of Riddle and Randy, you know? And we already know, like you said, Randy doesn't like Riddle that much. He puts up with him. However, Riddle is obsessed with Randy Orton, and I wonder if that obsession starts to lead him down a darker path because... Randy Orton, we know he can play the heel excellently, but can Riddle play a heel? Would you think that is a direction that would be interesting to see Riddle go? I don't know. Because I don't think we've ever seen it, have we? No. Nope. In NXT, he was a face as well, wasn't he? Correct. Yeah. So maybe he can be a good heel. Um, but then I think his character's too lovable. Mm -hmm. I, I would he agree. Bits and Randy. I now really want to see him do stuff, do stuff with the Street Profits. 
Oh, I just, every time they say the word smoke, just have Riddle be like, oh, oh just just pokes his head in from the side. You guys say smoke? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want the smoke. Uh, that was a really funny bit on Raw. Really good stuff from Riddle. But yeah, the the idea of like, I don't know, like I, I just think Mickey James, right? That story of Mickey James, Trish Stratus was so iconic back in the day. And it was yeah. to do with someone who was really really over the top in love with another person, but that other person didn't reciprocate that love back. And that is kind of the story we are getting here with Riddle and Orton, at least the starting parts of it. Now, like I, like you said, I don't know if it's the direct, correct way for him to go because he is so lovable. He is such a great person and you, you just like, you just want to root for Riddle, but it would be interesting to see. And I don't know if WWE is thinking along the same lines. However, Riddle, versus Orton at Mania could be pretty damn good. But you think the titles remain on RK, bro? Yeah, I don't I don't think AJ and Omos need them, in all fairness. I think they've got a character in Omos where they need to craft a little bit better before they start pushing him more. Genuinely. I, I don't I just don't think um he's ready. Wait when you look at the roster, you're probably gonna have RK Bro versus Street Profits next. And I think that's better than Omos, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, what about the idea of after this is done for AJ and Omos? Because I, too, believe RK-Bro are going to retain their tag team titles. You said that you maybe see Seth Rollins being the next competitor for Big E. What about an AJ Styles with Omos in his corner going up against Big E? I'd take it. I'd, I'd love to see AJ back in the main event. I just think WWE will do the typical will turn AJ babyface, have him feud with Amos. Yeah. And establish Amos by having him beat AJ kind of story. I have no problem if they do that as long as there's a main reason. You know, like if yeah. it's to elevate Omos, like let's say let's say they do go and I'm just gonna spitball here. Let's say they do go in the direction of AJ Styles uh versus Biggie for the WWE title. And maybe AJ Styles loses and AJ Styles is in the ring and Omos is looking at him and Omos decides, I don't need you anymore. You didn't win the title. Like you're obviously not as good as you think you are. Double choke slam. Boom. There you go. There's your feud after the WWE championship. If they wanted to do something like that, that would give us a reason to dislike Omos while getting a reason to like AJ Styles, then I'm all for it. But if it's just one of those like nonsensical turns, like, oh, I don't like you anymore. I don't like you either anymore. It's just like, uh, okay, like I'm not into it. So we'll see where they go with that one. Um, but there is a big, big match that is going on. And I think this one is huge for many reasons. It's Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. Dude, who do you think's winning this one? Mansoor, the streak will continue. The streak. Yes, yeah, the best streak in pro wrestling. <laughs> I like Mansoor. He, his promo on Raw was amazing. Wasn't it? It was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, he really showed some chops there. He showed he can talk on the microphone. And <laughs> like, if you hang in the ring there on the mic with Ali, because Ali is incredibly underrated on the mic right now, if he's able to hang in there with him, it makes me wonder what he can do in, you know, like two years' time. Like, I think this yeah. guy has a lot of potential. And a win in Saudi Arabia, again, will do wonders. I think people are really starting to pay attention to him. So good for Mansoor. So you have Mansoor winning this one? Yep. All right, me too. It would be cool to see Ali get a big win at a pay-per-view, but it's not today. Dude no, drops. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anything else to say on that one? 
No, 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 no. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah, just kind of stepping on your words. Uh, Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega, the Queen's Crown Tournament Finals. Here we actually get a different prediction from your video because, unfortunately, uh, or wait, no, your video is the other one. My bad, right? <laughs> I don't know what I'm oh, saying. No, no, I got, I got, I got this one wrong. I you got this one wrong. Shana. Okay, all right. So go right yeah. ahead. You had originally what? I had Shayna originally. Shana so that's out. <laughs> yeah. So that's not happening anymore. So it's between Dewdrop and Zelina Vega, Queen's Crown Tournament Finals. It's gotta be Dewdrop. It's gotta be. It has to be. There's no. I don't see the reasoning giving Zelina Vega the crown. She's already the cocky hill. She doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. Is it totally just so that she can do that hand thing on top of her head? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like it, it's kind of fun. I, I'm not gonna lie, but like, like, come on. Like, she's gonna be sitting on the the throne, and they're gonna go to put the crown on her head. She says, "No, I don't need a crown. I've had my home this whole time." And then does the hand symbol above her head. Like, that's yeah, yeah I know. A nice little <laughs> chuckle from C Wrestling. My joke did not really hit. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, Dewdrop is winning this thing for sure. 100%. Zelina Vega is not winning this thing. Um, and I was talking to you about it in our DMs really quickly that this is big for representation. Like if Dewdrop yeah. does win this match, like I can't help but think like, you know, a couple years back, there was no women's matches allowed in Saudi Arabia. And now we are talking about a women's triple threat and a Queen's Crown finals where this is not a shot at all. This is absolutely complete body positivity where someone who is larger like Dewdrop and someone who is smaller of stature in Zelina Vega going up against each other. You know, that's really cool to see for inclusivity. It's really cool to see that WWE is going to likely put a crown on someone with the body of Dewdrop. And that is very positive and it is very good to see from WWE. So I, I'm ecstatic for this. I was really upset that Shayna Baszler didn't advance, but once I started thinking about the, the potential positive effects to come from this, I'm like, this is the move without a doubt. Would you agree with that, C-Wrestling? Yeah, I think, um, obviously, Piper Niven, Dewdrop's previous name. She's an amazing wrestler. Like, when she's allowed to wrestle, you will be blown away. If you watched her in NXT UK, like before that, she was in the UK Indies all the time. And she's amazing. So yes, they've given her a character that she really didn't need, but she put smiles on faces and that's what they're going for. And I think they're potentially seeing a superstar in Dewdrop and fair play because she is. Well, yeah, I mean, she is. You said it best. She was a superstar in the UK. She was a superstar in NXT UK. And she's going to be a superstar on Monday Night Raw. Very good stuff for Dewdrop. Uh, hopefully this goes well. And like, let, let me say this as well. Let's say Zelina Vega does win this match. I don't know how she's going to. She doesn't have the, the size, the strength, or she doesn't have the pedigree. Like, none of that makes sense as to why she would go over Dewdrop. But let's say she does. Let's say we get Queen Vega. That could be good, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it could be. I think I think the typical Hill Queen, I feel like it's been done. I think they've done it all with King of the Ring and things like that. And I kind of feel like you'd, it'd be nice just to have a positive face queen, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I right there with you. I think that would be you. the way they need to go. Yep, 100%. Dewdrop, that's, that's why I'm saying Dewdrop. I, I think she's got to be the girl. But if Selena won, it's... 
It's going to be something for Vega. However, I think the bigger star to come out of it would 100% be Dewdrop. She could do more with the crown. She could do more with the cape. It would give her a, a fresh look for her character and maybe something that the fans can even lash on to even more. Let's talk about the, uh, I guess, the final match on the main card, which is Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods, the king of the ring finals. So, my man, let me ask you, what was your original pick in your predictions video? I originally picked Finn, but I predicted that he'd be facing Jinder Mahal. All right. Has your prediction changed at all from Finn? No, mm. I'm still going to stick with Finn Balor. You don't think King Woods is going to happen, eh? I want it to. I really want it to. The story's great, but I, I feel like it's WWE. They don't want to give you the fairy tale ending. Mm. <laughs> of course they don't. But also, I, I really think this whole thing is designed so they can call the demon, the demon king, and have fans accept it. Yep. Yep. I, I've had that thought from day one. He's Prince Balor. He's Demon King. They need a crown. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. th that's that's Vince. He's totally sitting up there in his office. And he's like, well, goddammit, pal. We, we, need, we need to put a crown on this man if he's going to call himself a prince. We need to put a crown on him if he's going to call himself a king. Like, goddammit, pal. If he doesn't have a crown, then it won't be good shit. And he needs to have a crown, so it will be good shit. So let's make it good shit. That's totally what he's doing. And he's talking to no one because he's crazy. So yep. Finn Balor, 100%, I think he's winning this thing as well. Uh, King Woods would be an excellent, excellent story. But I, I think the bigger story to come out of Xavier would be how does he deal with his disappointment after losing King of the Ring? How does he deal with the fact that Kofi Kingston is a former WWE champion? How does he deal with the fact that Big E is the current WWE champion? He's no longer tag team champions himself. What is going on with Xavier Woods? And I think that's the bigger story that they can focus in on after King of the Ring. Whether WWE does that or not, eh, who knows? Do you think that's a good direction, though, if they happen to focus in on these the sad aspects of Xavier Woods? I would. I think there's a, there's a ready-made story to tell. So, yeah, I don't see why WWE wouldn't tell that story. Um, I think they are scared to split the New Day, but it's not one of those things where he has to split immediately. Mm -hmm. You could maybe have the downfall of Xavier where he feels like he can't do anything right. Yeah. Then maybe someone gets in his ear, you know? <laughs> what about a returning MVP? That would be good. I would like that. Um, just, just It's something that I've noticed, man. Like, Xavier has always been there for them, right? He was yeah. there for Kofi. He was there for Big E. Like, he has always been New Day first and foremost. It'd be really interesting. And, like, this is, this is totally the wrestling, like, Booker, conspiracy theorist guy inside of me, right? It'd be so interesting if the man who essentially brought the New Day together in Xavier Woods when he was wearing that white suit way back in the day and they were just, they didn't have a clue what the New Day was going to be, to be the man who destroys the New Day. I think as a long-term story, that could really, really do well for Xavier Woods. Um, but again, I'm not pushing for the end of the New Day quite yet. I think they still have more story to tell with them. So yeah, that is I, the uh, the. I do the have show. a question for you. Yes, sir. So, does Finn come out as Prince Balor or does he come out as a demon? Because he did have that <sighs> argument with Xavier on Raw. Could he unleash the demon? Man, you know what, demon. 
He's coming out as demon. I think they want to give the Saudi Arabia crowd everything that they possibly can. $50 million uh, it's costing the Saudi Arabia and Prince to be able to get this show there. So I have a feeling he's asking for everything. Um, Yeah, I think we see the Demon King. What about you? I think we're going to see the Demon. I think it makes sense to see the Demon. Especially if you're going to call the Demon the Demon King. Have the Demon win it. That'd be cool. The the image of him putting the crown on with uh with all that body paint would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for that. Uh we have a few questions over here from the unnamed wrestling podcast mailbag. Thank you guys so much for sending them over on Twitter. Uh just actually a few questions. But here's one from King Vector. He says, this is more of a statement, but then it kinda we can form it into a question. So he says, I see a low blow happening to Brock by Paul Heyman. He will probably screw him like he did to Brock years ago when he portrayed Brock for the big show. So do you think that that would happen? Do you think that we could see Paul Heyman kind of completely distance himself from Brock Lesnar with a low blow, kind of paying homage to history? Maybe. I've liked the idea that Roman could have had this planned because that's the biggest thing for me is this is not news to Roman Reigns. He's aware that there's a chance Heyman could turn and join Brock Lesnar. And I wonder if he has like got a plan where he's going to swerve Brock by having Roman, oh, sorry, by having Lesnar think that Heyman's on his side. Mm -hmm. And then as maybe Lesnar gets confident, that's maybe when you see a low blow or something. That would be interesting, certainly. Um, we have another question over here. Kayfabe, the People's Band, says, did we ever find out why the top rope malfunctioned on Finn Balor's last pay-per-view? Will we see this happen again? Part of me wants to believe The Fiend, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, was behind this. So that's kind of a three-parter right there. Um, I don't think we have ever learned who cut the rope or what broke the rope, right? They haven't followed up on it? Nope, they've not. Nope, done so. anything apart from a, I think they referred to it that it was God. So. <laughs> it was an act of God. All right. Yeah. Um, will we see it happen again? Do you think? Possibly. Uh, maybe. Maybe Brock goes through a shooting star again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I actually kind of want to see that now. <laughs> um, and then the last part of that one, since you're a resident fiend expert, uh, part of me wants to believe the fiend, aka Bray Wyatt, was behind this. Do you think he was? No, unfortunately. I want him to be. Mm-hmm. I can hear the pain. Oh, I can <laughs> yeah, hear the pain in your pain. voice. <laughs> His uh, 90 days are up next week, though. Say that again? Sorry, I totally blanked on it. His- his 90 days expire oh, 90 next days. Friday. Oh, that's thrilling. 90 days gone, so he'll be showing up pretty soon. Hopefully. Um, just depends where. We have another question over here said from GTX Marty. No, GTX Maddie says, if Sasha wins at Crown Jewel, what happens with Charlotte since she's Raw Women's Champion but on SmackDown? What do you think? I've got no clue. <laughs> That's why I'm so confused. Um, you, I suppose Survivor Series is the next pay-per-view, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. So maybe it's loser leaves SmackDown or something. Hmm. We haven't had one of those in a while. I think last one we yeah. had was it Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville? Loser leaves. Uh, Daniel Bryan Roman, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loser leaves WWE, Daniel Bryan Roman. Yeah, that's definitely that one. 
But yeah, that's it's been a while. Hey, yeah. good. Also, side note, good on Daniel Bryan for actually following through with the stipulation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think enough people give him credit for that one. He actually followed through with a stipulation. He freaking left WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think, yeah, this will be the last question here. Randy N says, which match do you think will steal the show at crown jewel? Probably edge versus Seth. Mm, I think, I think we're all looking at Roman Brock, but I think hell in a cell edge, edge and Seth. It's a great match. So yeah, I think edge and Seth. I'm going to go and I'm going to go on a limb and say Finn Balor, Xavier Woods. I think these two put on a barn burner and I think we are going to see like a, a much longer match than we expect to get between Balor and Woods. I think we're going to get a really good one. So that is my pick Balor and Woods for match of the night. How about everyone in the live chat? Let us know your thoughts for what do you think is going to be match of the night or show stealer of the night? I guess you can say. Uh, there's one match on the pre-show, but I'm actually blanking what it is. It's Usos versus someone. Do you remember? Uh, is it the Hurt Business? Yes, it is. Hurt Business, Usos. Um, it's like just quick prediction for that one. Usos? Yeah, yeah. 100% it's Usos. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, and I, I've been on a ramble. Like, freaking Hurt Business, man. Like, what's going on with them? Uh, are they together? They're, they are together now, but they're just, have we even seen them with Lashley properly? Barely. Like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, like, what's the point? I, I just, I'm not following it. For for starters, it was like, okay, like, in the first place, why are Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin even working together right now? They had a full-on feud against each other, and then they were partnered back with Bobby Lashley, who told them to kick rocks, and then now they're getting beat up for Bobby Lashley, and now they're on the pre-show. So what's the point? Why are they back together? <laughs> I guess it's just got to be to be a heater for, for Bobby Lashley. They needed someone to attack Goldberg, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. All right, my man. Well, that is the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast this week. But before we end the actual show, see Wrestling, since you're the only man here, I'm going to give you a few moments. Tell the fans what you got coming up, what you got going on on your channel right now, and anything that you wish to tease for these fellas. So tomorrow I will be doing Crown Jewel Things You Might Have Missed, and then we'll do one for SmackDown as well on Friday, Raw on Monday, and there's a video dropping next Wednesday which I know most of you will want to see Ooh, next and there Wednesday. is a, there is a tease for it on my Twitter so so everyone should head on over to at C wrestling UK on Twitter you guys definitely want to check this out and um I'm not gonna say anything but you're gonna love it you guys are gonna love it I can't wait to see it man uh, before we end the show, we did have a $10 donation here from Jason Barker. He says, when it comes to Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop, I really hope Zelina Vega wins because I think they should move away from a more childish character and turn Dewdrop dark. So he's hoping that it would be the catalyst for Dewdrop turning. We will see Mr. Jason Barker. Um, we will definitely see. But everyone, thank you so very much for watching. I hope you did enjoy. Be sure to leave a like on this video. Be sure to check out C Wrestling's YouTube channel. It's down in the description below. Hopefully next week, all three of us will be back together and we'll be able to break down Crown Jewel. We'll see if we were right. We'll see who was wrong. We'll see who are the champions. But thank you for watching, everyone. C Wrestling, thank you so much for joining me, my man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Always fun to be here. Well, thank you very much, my man. We will look forward to talking to you next week. But until then, everyone, take care. 
Abin Khan, He See Wrestling, and that was the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast.